the whole idea, the, the set of ideas behind decentralized crypto is way bigger than just Bitcoin. Bitcoin is a really important piece of it, but it's bigger than that. So when I think about the different layers of how advisors are thinking about this, it's not, hey, why aren't you allocating 50% of your client's assets to Bitcoin? It's more about, well, this is going to be a bigger part of the world in the future. And cryptocurrency as an asset could be a very interesting asset class in the future. And how do you start thinking about that? You're listening to On Purpose with Tyrone Ross, brought to you by the Coindesk Podcast Network. This show is for advisors, by advisors, on all things crypto, and we appreciate you. And now, here's Tyrone. All right, welcome back to this episode of the On Purpose Podcast. I am your host, Tyrone Ross. Probably the biggest episode to date is about to happen right now. I have the co-founder and CEO, friend of FinTwit, and us all, Aaron Klein. How are you, sir? I'm great. Thank you for having me. I didn't throw Riskalyze in there. I forgot to do that. Yeah. So do that in there. <laughs> Got to let them know what you're running over there. So any advisor that has listened to this podcast or just in the RA space overall knows you. But we definitely want to start right away by introducing yourself to the people, telling us a, a little bit about you, and then we'll get into Riskalyze and we have some cool things we'll talk about later on. But the floor is yours, my friend. Oh, sure. Well, thank you. And great to be with you. Thank you for having me and thrilled to spend some time. You know, it's not that often that I get to do a podcast with folks working in the advisor space, but on kind of the bleeding edge of some really cool technology. So I can't wait to talk about that. We'll try not to get too geeky for yeah. our audience, right? <laughs> but uh, for sure. But this is some cool stuff. So excited to do it. It's crazy. We're celebrating 10 years since I helped to co-found Riskalyze. My career has largely been at the intersection of finance and technology. I've done a few different startups and things, uh, some successful, some not. And then you know, I found myself running global product for a division of an options brokerage firm. And I said to uh, a friend of mine who was a financial advisor, I'm like, it is crazy how the average individual thinks about the concept of risk. He said, if you think that's crazy, you should see how many of us financial advisors have to think about it. We just have not had the tools in this profession to really understand who our clients are. And we use these terms like conservative and moderate and aggressive. I feel like if the contractors and architects tried to build houses and say like, you know, he wants a conservatively moderate hallway leading to his moderately aggressive bedroom, like the house would not come together very well. So there's a reason they use feet and inches for that. We really felt like we needed to put the feet and inches into that for financial advisors. That's how the risk number was born. And 10 years later, we are so grateful and thrilled to serve tens of thousands of advisors across the country. It's been a wild ride. Yeah. Well, let me say for myself, again, and, and many others, we look to you, one, as an inspiration and just a guide, right? You've built an incredible company and myself being in this seat for the first time. You definitely sure. are somebody I look to for guidance and advocacy and you're very much that. So let me just say for myself and others, like we, we truly look up to you and are inspired by what you've built because I can't get on a call with a one-on-one with advisors right now. And they're like, I use Riskalyze. I use Riskalyze. So you've definitely made your mark there, but let me just extend that gratitude right away. You're, you're definitely something we all look up to. So thank you for being the guiding light. That's very important for us all. So let's get into that. So again, yeah. this is a podcast for advisors by advisors. As it pertains to all things crypto, and there's fair amount of risk in crypto assets, 
But <laughs> let's let's just really get into what it is that Riskalyze does, period, overall, and where the value add is there for any advisor that may not be aware. And I think we'll be able to draw a straight line from that to what this may mean for crypto assets moving forward. Yeah, for sure. So, you know, at its core, Riskalyze really started from the standpoint of understanding who a client is in terms of risk, really quantifying their risk tolerance, how much risk they desire, how much risk they feel like they can handle, then matching that up with the amount of risk in an investment portfolio and matching that up with the amount of risk capacity somebody has, how much risk they really need to take in order to reach their goals. And when you bring those three things together, that can really help you figure out how much risk the client should have in their portfolio going forward. And so, of course, it's grown a lot since then. We've added in a ton of you know, capabilities around engaging with clients, with meetings and check-ins and portfolio analytics to dive deep into portfolio construction and different asset classes and different securities and products and strategies. And we cover hundreds of thousands of those today. We also created a trading automation platform, which now is over $20 billion of assets, which is really cool and really helps advisors to implement the decisions they've made in Riskalyze in their client accounts and kind of keep those client accounts on track in a really easy, automated way, but giving them a lot of control. So anyway, that's been really great. I am just absolutely intrigued, and I'm probably one of the bigger crypto bulls inside of our firm. Just in terms of believing how much it's going to change things, if you rewind like two or three decades probably not three decades, but maybe two decades ago, people were talking, oh, we need to hire a head of digital. We need to hire an internet. We need to have an internet strategy, right? You know, it's kind of like we've got all these different important parts of our business, boom, and we have an internet strategy. And lo and behold, like it turns out like the internet is the strategy, right? (laughs) And it completely upended and it changed the way that business is done, the way that so many different things are done, right? I mean, entertainment, you could go down the list. Mark Andreessen has labeled it software eating the world, right? And that's a great way to think about it. I think we're in the same kind of phase with crypto. Like we're at a place where people are thinking of crypto as, and this is a controversial thing in the broader world to say, right? I think people are saying, oh, we need a crypto strategy. And the reality is like crypto is the strategy in that decentralized blockchain style architecture is going to be, play a major role in our world in the future. It is the, the natural outcome of a whole lot of things that we see in our society where centralized, institutionalized capabilities are kind of coming under attack and are not working as well as they used to. I think it's a natural place that the internet's going to go, and it, it will have a profound impact across all asset classes, not just what we currently call the crypto asset class with looking at cryptocurrencies. I think there'll be crypto equities. I think there'll be crypto bonds. Mm -hmm. I think blockchain technology is what is super interesting. And so really excited to chat about this with you, of course, but to think about like how this rolls out in our world in the future. I love it. I'm glad I'm not the one that have to drug us down the crypto rabbit hole. You took the lead. (laughs) I'm following right behind you. We're here now. Meet Interpop, a super team redefining the future of NFTs and fandom. From comics and trading card games to digital collectibles and everything in between, they are building the architecture of an entirely new landscape of fandom using technology built on the Tezos blockchain to drive their vision. Visit hellointerpop.io to learn more. That's hellointerpop.io to learn more. 
With the Sun Exchange, you can easily earn Bitcoin while making a positive impact. Visit thesunexchange.com slash coindesk to buy solar cells and automatically lease them to power businesses, schools, and other organizations in sunny emerging markets. You'll earn Bitcoin for 20 years from the clean energy you generate while offsetting your carbon footprint. Get a free solar cell with your first purchase at thesunexchange.com slash coindesk. That's thesunexchange.com slash coindesk. I think you're absolutely right. And I think one of the things that's important here, what I've always tried to do with advisors is just understand the way advisors look at any asset. And one of the things that they need is information. And advisors also need to be the hero for their clients. This is the first time I believe where clients are coming to advisors now knowing more than the advisor. So it's a really hot seat to be in, right? And one of the ways we can get advisors to catch up companies like yours, like OnRamp, is data and information and information that advisors may not be privy to right now. So in terms of looking at how our space is changing, and obviously you being a vanguard there and other people that are trying to push our space into the 21st century, talk about at Risk Alliance, how are you guys looking at providing that data for advisors? You know, what are you seeing or hearing from uh, your customers now in terms of demand or if there's any conversations that you are having that you feel like, all right, this is something we should put on a roadmap? That's a great question. And I think about it a few different ways. First of all, most financial advisors, when they hear crypto or when they're thinking about the space, they're honestly just thinking about Bitcoin. As you know, if you've done a little bit of research and a little bit of reading, a little bit of thinking, you know that the whole idea, the, the set of ideas behind decentralized crypto is way bigger than just Bitcoin. Bitcoin is a really important piece of it, but it's bigger than that. So when I think about the different layers of how advisors are thinking about this, it's not, hey, why aren't you allocating 50% of your client's assets to Bitcoin, right? It's more about like, well, this is going to be a bigger part of the world in the future. And cryptocurrency as an asset could be a very interesting asset class in the future. And how do you start thinking about that? Advisors by their nature are conservative in that. They tend towards what is known. The regulatory frameworks support that, right? Because the regulatory frameworks tend to use what has been commonly done as quote unquote reasonable. And so there's a lot of kind of institutional pressure against advisors using cryptocurrency as an asset class. But I believe that there will just be more and more and more pressure from clients. And I love how you said that. It's the client who's coming to the advisor and kind of pushing that knowledge on the advisor. That's exactly what's happening. And so advisors are going to have to get deeper into this and understand. So how have we thought about that? And this was kind of early. We did get a Bitcoin feed and like you can put Bitcoin into a riskalized portfolio and analyze the risk of it. I think we need to do a lot more than that, frankly. There is controversy even inside of our firm. There's no demand from advisors to use this asset class today. The thing that I keep pushing back at people is, number one, more and more financial advisors at least need the ability to analyze it. I don't have to prove to you that financial advisors want to allocate assets to crypto to say they may have prospects coming in the door who have some assets in crypto and they need to be able to analyze the risk of those. Okay. Secondly, what that client may be asking them to do is not necessarily to manage their crypto, but to say, hey, I want to keep my assets as a risk 65 but I want to have 10% of it that I'm going to manage in crypto. Okay, so how do you manage the other 90% to balance me at a risk 65? 
Yeah. And advisors need the tools to be able to do that. So I think we're starting at it from kind of a portfolio analysis capability and thinking about trying to add coverage for more of the different cryptocurrencies that are out of there and things like that. We're still very early in that thinking though. And today we basically just support Bitcoin analysis. That's the first step we've taken. Awesome. I like where this is headed. And I think everybody else will too, by the end we're done with this. But first thing is one of the things I was telling advisors all the time, the minute a client walks in and mentions crypto, you reprofile that client immediately because when you first onboarded that client, Mr. and Mrs. Jones may have been a risk tolerance total of two. Now they're talking about Dogecoin, which is a 14. So now you, now you got to reprofile that client immediately, take them right back to the beginning, pull out that investor policy statement, pull out that financial plan, the estate plan, do a risk assessment all over again, where I think you guys are going to add a lot of value for advisors that have been in the space and those that will endeavor to get into the space later. Because again, the tools and the, the axes and the shovels, if they are familiar, it makes it easy to walk into uncharted land and start to build all over again. And again, what OnRant, what we want to do is build that new framework where with old tools, they can come in and that key still works in this new world. That pairing there is really important. Another thing that you said that is really important, and I think advisors will understand is this. It's less about you allocating to the space. I say this all the time. I'll know on-ramp is a raving success when advisors that hate crypto can model and plan and bill and do everything or held away assets and go, see, see, look at the standard deviation. Look at these drawdowns. This is why, right? And it's just right in their system to be able to do so. They could pull a beautiful report in Riskalyze or whatever it is they're using to show the client. This is why as a firm, we are staying away from crypto or whatever it is, that's where I think the value comes in. So, which leads me to this question, data and account aggregation and being able to see what's held away, as you mentioned, right? Those portfolio analytics, what do you see? And again, I know Bitcoin only, and there's obviously, we got to open up the whole universe here, but internally as a a strategy, and in just your personal opinion, where do you think firms like OnRamp or others can provide a lot of value that are an advisor that may be using Riskalyze right now? Yeah. I think one of the really interesting questions that every advisor should be asking a client who walks through the door and says, Bitcoin, is why? Yep. There are some wildly different reasons why, and some of those are pretty darn good reasons, okay? So if the why is simply, well, I mean, have you seen how it goes up? Okay, well, (laughs) that, that tells you a lot about the client right there. And by the way, maybe that client hasn't seen, but it also goes down. It does both, right? But you're going to have some segment of the population that has thought about Bitcoin or some other cryptocurrency through the lens of, oh, returns. Like, I think it's this speculative thing that can drive an incredible return. That's less interesting to me, though, than the person who says, well, I've achieved a certain level of wealth and I'm worried about things like inflation in the US dollar. And I want to hedge against that. And I want to find some other ways to think about solving that problem. Well, that is a really interesting concern right now. We're in the middle of a period of time where we have injected trillions of dollars into the system. And one of the features of, I wouldn't say that Bitcoin has reached a level of quote unquote stability as a value store, okay? Mm -hmm, But mm -hmm. but let's be clear, you're over any kind of time horizon so far, it's been a relatively good investment per se. But it's had some pretty substantial drawdowns as well. But you look at it as a whole, like I'm not sure that it's a stable value store. I certainly wouldn't make it 
where I put 90% of my cash or something like that. But I do think it's very interesting for clients who've reached a certain level of wealth who say, I want to hedge against currency risk. I want to hedge against inflation risk. I think that's interesting. It also says something about where the client is coming from, right? Because there's, it's one thing for like the chase, the hot thing client who probably last month was saying buy Tesla or maybe that's a few more months ago, but you get my point, right? Yeah, yeah for sure. The client who has a thoughtful reason of what they want to accomplish with it. So I think advisors understanding that and, and what their client's objective is. I like your point that if somebody comes in and says crypto, it's time to reprofile that client in our minds and really understand who they are and what they're trying to accomplish. Absolutely. So we are tying things up here. We're coming to the end, but I, I can't help but bring this up, which is why I couldn't wait to talk to you and get you on here. So one of the things that we have been uh, doing at OnRamp is having one-on-one conversations with advisors that you know, join our wait list and shout out to everybody that is on our wait list. We have some cool news coming from you soon. Our launch date actually looking like it'll be May 25th now. So we're having a lot of one-on-ones and I'm talking to a lot of CIOs and just advisors reaching out. And one of the things that we asked them is, tell us about your tech stack. Who do you use? Yeah. Riskalyze is coming up a lot. All right. All right. <laughs> right? So it's good. I need to follow your playbook here. But- <laughs> So for those advisors that use Riskalyze and listening, what is the playbook for you guys in crypto? What is the next step for you in terms of making more resources available and possibly, you know, working with companies that are looking to build in the space right now? I'm excited about, I know our teams are talking about perhaps doing some great integration together. I'm certainly excited about that. I think what we want to see are figure out some ways that we can expand a broader set of cryptocurrencies for advisors to be able to analyze in the product. You know, as it is, our risk assessment really allows people to think about things through the lens of the total US dollar value of their portfolio and go, how much risk can I handle, right? That can apply to cryptocurrency assets as well, right? And so I can see some really cool integrations that could go between both products that really allow advisors who are jumping into that side of the equation of saying, hey, look, I either want to be able to actively manage this client's holdings in crypto, or I may want to actively allocate some slice of my client's assets. There could be a lot of different reasons for that, but let's just say that anti-correlation and inflation hedges are two very good reasons to think about why crypto couldn't be an interesting asset class. There's a reason we don't put it all into equities, right? There's a reason we use things like fixed income and real estate and commodities and other kinds of asset classes to broaden and diversify a client's portfolio. You know, the reality is, is, you know, we continue to see signs that crypto is here to stay. So the question is, it's not if, I think it's when advisors think about making allocations there. And so excited to see the growth of what you guys are doing to help advisors transact there, manage accounts there, uh, do those kinds of things. I think there's lots of things we can do with integration. The Riskalyze APIs are at your team's behest to build some cool (laughs) things and we'll support any way we can and excited to see what happens as we work together on that. Absolutely. Like the pro you are, I appreciate you taking the bait that I dangled out there. (laughs) (laughs) And I can tell you, we are incredibly excited as a team to have those APIs and build around that. And I know our teams are working voraciously to make that happen. My dev team is underneath it, but I'm like, we need to make Riskalyze happen, baby. So move it up on the priority list. So incredibly grateful for you there and exciting time. So now all the advisors that have asked about a Riskalyze integration, you know. Yeah. So before I let you go, 
let me let you give everybody where can they find you? Where can they reach out? Where can they get more information? You got to follow Aaron on Twitter, by the way. Love connecting with people on Twitter at Aaron Klein on Twitter. And that's A-A-R-O-N-K-L-E-I-N. Not quite as easy as your Twitter handle. I mean, TR401, <laughs> how does that even happen? That is so killer. But anyway, you know, no love connecting with people on Twitter. And, you know, honestly, if you're an advisor list to this and you've got a question or comment about all of this, if you're interested in Riskalyze, Riskalyze.com is probably your best bet, but you can always email me. I'm ak at Riskalyze.com and I do my own email. So you're talking to me if you email that address and would love to, to hear from any of you. I just love talking with great advisors. It's such an incredible profession yeah. and there's nothing better than working on behalf of the people who spend their days making sure that their clients get to the other side because it's so confusing out there, the world of investing, whether you're investing in any asset class. And so the work that financial advisors do is just second to none. And we just love being a small part of standing behind them and helping them do the work that they do. Couldn't agree more. I've gone on record saying that in five years time, our industry will be the most beloved industry in the world. And I can't wait for that to happen, which leads me to this point. You guys all know if you made it to this point in the podcast, there is no reason why there's children going to bed hungry every night in the United States of America. If you can, please go to No Kid Hungry, Feed a Hungry Child. Aaron, I thank you so much for the time. This is so awesome. And we look forward to an on-ramp of risk announcement in the future. Incredibly grateful for you, sir, and all that you mean to our space. I appreciate you. Thank you. Today's show is sponsored by Interpop and The Sun Exchange. We are witnessing the greatest paradigm shift in finance in modern history. Join thousands of newsmakers and influencers talking the future of money at Consensus by Coindesk. A live virtual experience of leaders, change makers, virtual reality meetups, keynotes from Ray Dalio, Gary Vaynerchuk, and much more. Get an up-close look at the boom in crypto, the surge of institutional investment in Bitcoin, the NFT mania, the breakneck innovation in decentralized finance, and the coming disruption from central bank digital currencies. Coindesk Reports listeners can visit events.coindesk.com and use the promo code REPORTS to save $25. Join us May 24th through the 27th for Consensus by Coindesk. Register today at events.coindesk.com. We'll see you there.